Hello friend. This episode is definitely going to be a little bit more personal and a little different than normal because in case you hadn't noticed, the world is on fire right now. That's what it really feels like. And I personally have been holding a lot of space for awakening myself to the possible beautiful future that I see with more equity, with more diversity, with more inclusivity, and with peace. So let's dive in. You're listening to The Untapped Podcast, a podcast where you can learn how to tap into your potential and get paid to be you so that you are ultimately doing the work that you love and living life on purpose. It sounds too good to be true. I can tell you it's not. I'm your host, Natalie Sisson, a Kiwi entrepreneur, author, speaker, podcaster, obviously, triathlete, and white German Shepherd lover. And I have gone from the corporate world to my own business, where for the last 11 years, I have essentially been learning and educating people how to build an online business they love by monetizing them and what they do best. So sit back, relax, and enjoy these golden nuggets with myself or my amazing and inspiring guests. And make sure that you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you happen to listen into this just search for Untapped with Natalie Sisson. All right, let's dive in. What a couple of weeks, huh? Like, wow. Not only have we come through months of a pandemic that has changed the global state of the world, we have also come through and are still coming through and will continue, I believe, to do the work around Black Lives Matter. And a real awakening for me into my white privilege. It's also at the time of this recording, we have had a solar eclipse. We have had the solstice for me here in New Zealand. It's been the winter solstice, been letting go of thoughts and making way for the new. It's been a new moon and there's been Mercury in retrograde. If any of those things resonate with you, or if you just think, what the heck was Natalie talking about? What does that actually mean? Well, it means that right now we're closing out so many old cycles. It's extremely exhausting to the physical, mental, and spiritual bodies. And June is essentially the culmination of old patterns leaving. And after the solstice, we will be in a completely new energetic space. Thanks to my friend Patricia Lohan for sharing that because it all made sense. These last few weeks have been heavy for me personally as I've been going through a lot of my own personal reflection and inquiry into who I am, how I show up in the world and where I've been completely ignorant or naive, especially when it comes to work around anti-racism and being the kind of person that truly, truly does care deeply for my community, for my clients, for my friends, for all the people that enter my life and that I follow, I adore, I learn from and that get to be part of my world and I get to be part of theirs. So here's what I'm going to cover off on today's episode. Why my ignorance around Black Lives Matter has been so hurtful to people I care about and hurtful in general. The education I'm undertaking to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. What three things I'm starting with changing in my business to create more equity and diversity. And how I am showing up to be an ally as an entrepreneur, a coach and a leading learner. And this all started a couple of weeks back right around the time of George Floyd's killing, the Black Lives Matter movement coming to more precedence than ever before and with 100% great reason to be doing so. And at the time, I was, I'm not going to lie, on the verge of being overworked 
and feeling tired to my bones, all self-inflicted, having trouble writing my new book and needing a complete and utter break and a break from social media. And it all just so happened to coincide with Blackout Tuesday. And a client of mine, rightfully so, called me out on not showing up to support, even just posting a black square in support of that horrific killing, which if you have not watched the video, I don't know how anybody can watch an innocent man saying, mama, I can't breathe while somebody kneels on their neck. Anyway, kneels on a person's neck who says, please, I can't breathe and doesn't feel a sense of absolute horror, anger, disbelief, heartache, and just pure, I mean, for me, it was just disgusting. And so that and one of my clients who kindly educated me on how ignorant I was being, which I truly do appreciate, has led me down the fantastic path of educating myself on my white privilege, on my white exceptionalism, on my white fragility, of which I am really not super proud to say, but didn't even fully know the extent of what all of those meant until I started reading the most excellent book, Me and White Supremacy by Leila Saad. Now, uh, Leila Saad is an incredible woman, and she ran a free month-long Instagram challenge during the summer of 2018, and she had no idea that it would become an international cultural movement. And literally thousands of people from around the world were galvanized by the hashtag Me and White Supremacy Challenge, where basically she asked people to examine and own responsibility for the ways in which they uphold white supremacy. And then that got turned into a book, and it's a New York Times bestseller. It's just a bestseller everywhere. It's incredible. And essentially, it is a 28-day challenge where you can do it unless to combat racism, change the world, and become a good ancestor. And it is incredible. I think why it's so incredible to me is how, as somebody who for most of my life has traveled the world and witnessed cultures that just absolutely amaze me and immerse myself in these different cultures and also just experience so many different nationalities and have prided myself on being super open-minded to understanding their cultures better, to immersing myself in their everyday, to respecting what they do. So what I wanted to discuss in this podcast today was not only what I'm learning, but I also kind of just wanted to help you if you've been struggling with this, because I've had some fantastic chats with friends who said exactly what I said at the time. And because I'd done just a little bit more work on educating myself, I could now see that when I was saying those statements, how I sounded. But I don't feel like I had anything to say in that moment, especially during the blackout Tuesday period when it was most important for somebody like me who has a platform and is a leader and is a coach and has a voice to be able to stand up and support. By no means saying I am now racist by my silence, but I am no way was I in that moment saying I am anti-racist and I do not support this level of oppression, violence that has been happening for centuries. So that was really fascinating to sit there innocently saying, but I don't feel that I have anything worthy of saying. And there are far more qualified, incredible people who have amazing voices right now who are need to be heard. And I realized my error is my way there. The second thing that I said was, but I'm a good person and I truly do believe that everybody's life is important. And just by saying that, that I'm a good person was really me talking from a place of hurt and incredulity that people wouldn't think I am. And that is part of my white fragility. 
now that I'm learning about all these things through Layla's book. And I'll be linking to all of these in the show notes, by the way. And this is probably one set of show notes that I would love, love, love for you to come across and actually look at because I've linked to some really great resources on there. Not too many to overwhelm you. And of course, you have the Google, but these ones I have found particularly, particularly relevant and immensely helpful in my education. And other things like when I was saying (laughs) all lives matter, that's just reeking of white privilege because if all lives mattered, then we wouldn't have the current racist societies that we have been born into, indoctrinated into, and that benefit white people. So as I said, I am by no means the voice of expertise here. I don't have the lived experiences of my BIPOC friends. That's black, indigenous, and people of color. And I just want to share in this episode that I am 100% committed to equity, to diversity, and to anti-racist practices and behaviors as a person, as a human being, and in my business. So in addition to doing this amazing challenge that Leila Saad has put together, which I highly recommend, I'm also sharing that with my lovely 10K Club members, and I put out an invite to say if you would like to unpack this together, if you would like to do the journaling prompts together, I'm happy to set up a Zoom call to do that. And a bunch of people jumped at the chance because I do think what's really important is not necessarily isolating yourself in this education if you were going to go on this journey with me, which I would 100% encourage you to do, because this is a life's work. This isn't something that I personally can look past anymore. My eyes have been opened. My mind has been blown wide open. And I'm really committed to doing the mahi, which is te reo Maori, the official language of New Zealand, one of the official languages for doing the work. Mahi means doing the work. And This is a life's work project. So I think it's really important to do it with other people or definitely facilitated by people who are experts in anti-racism work. And this is what they have lived and know and teach. But I also think it's important to be doing your own education right now. And the biggest thing that I have seen through the platforms that I'm part of and the groups that I'm part of is black people exhausted from the amount of people who have been suddenly reaching out to them, expecting them to educate us. (laughs) The irony of them being exhausted because we can't educate ourselves when they have had poems and songs and books and documentaries and speeches and pretty much every single resource under the sun for many years, many decades, attempting to educate us on how we are part of the problem of the systemic racism, and I want to be part of the solution. So one of the things that I have found incredibly useful, in addition to the journaling prompts in Layla's book that I am working my way through, is also a workshop that I went to by Trudy LeBron called Show Up and Serve, and it was for white leaders and coaches. So it was super, super relevant to what I do. And what I loved about Trudy was she just facilitated that conversation so well. She talked through all the ways in which we can be better leaders and really lean into this and understand how to do more in our businesses to encourage equity, inclusivity, and diversity. And so I wanted to share, I've got some pieces of paper in front of me because I was furiously taking notes like many other people on that workshop. And I've also linked to it in the show notes, which you can find at nataliesisson.com forward slash 072. 
Okay, so a couple of my notes from Trudy's workshop. And as I said, I'm linking to it. It's only $97. It's incredibly worth it. It's around 90 minutes and it was amazingly eye-opening. And I thought Trudy was super generous. So please do go and support her work and also educate yourself. So here's what I'm doing after this very deep and immersive education that has really just started. I am by no means anywhere (laughs) necessary on this journey yet, but I am really starting to enjoy the experience of opening up my mind to all these things that I've just been so ignorant to in so many ways. And you know what, if you're feeling the same way, if you're, if you're feeling that unpacking your white privilege is tough and challenging and it makes you go through all the things of feeling confused or hurt or in shock or surprised or guilty or ashamed, just, just sit with that and know that this is part of the process and it's part of what Layla talks about in her book, Me and White Supremacy, and she makes it really clear that you'll go through all the emotions and just to sit with that, just be okay with that and to be tender with yourself and to be compassionate with yourself. From an entrepreneurial perspective, how I want to show up more is that if I'm going to ask people to be authentic in my community, then I need to allow them to show up fully and explicitly state what is accepted in my community. So in the Facebook groups that I have, I'm going to be putting into place much clearer guidelines and rules for how we show up and how there will be no judgment, and we will not tolerate any anti-racism, any violence, any abuse of anybody. And fortunately, I have beautiful groups of clients and communities who are incredibly supportive, and we haven't faced any of that yet. If anything, it's the extreme opposite. It's just all about supporting each other, um, helping each other be better people, rising up, facing the challenges that we're having in business and our personal lives and everybody just being super open-hearted and, as I just said, just showing up with so much support and enthusiasm and motivation and cheering people on and really celebrating everybody's wins. But I do need to state them explicitly in my groups to make sure that everybody knows we're on the same page about what is accepted in my communities. It's also going to start showing up in my hiring process. I have a pretty small team and throughout the years, I've actually had really good diversity across my teams, many different nationalities and cultures and races. And so I feel like I've always had a a very global community and the same within my team. But for new hires, I really want to make sure that I am baking this into every part of my business, all the values that I hold around this and the work that I have been doing around anti-racism. I really want to bake that into everything so that I can stand by every action that I take. And I can definitely make not only my team more diverse and inclusive, but also my clients. So I need to be doing a lot more work around that. And one way in which I'm going to do that is around having a better diversity of voices on my podcast. I've done a decent job, but it's by no means anywhere good enough. So the more voices that I can bring onto my podcast that share different views and different perspectives and different lived experiences is going to be amazing for my learning and your learning and for also shining the light on them and empowering them. So that's another thing that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be creating policies and practices for my small, humble and but growing team so that we all know how to handle and respond to times of conflict or crisis and to make the experience better for everybody because equity is about seeing all people and having the outcomes achievable for all. And whilst I'd like to think that I lead with that inherently, 
I don't think it's explicit and it's not stated and I need to be really clear with my team and my community and my clients around this. And I also want to create more containers that have a high level of safety so that my people, my community, the people that I am friends with, everybody who comes into my world can have transformations and then they can transform their communities. And this was something that Trudy Lebron spoke to and I really loved the way she put that. And I really like to think that I create safe space and open space and spaces to be vulnerable within my communities. But, you know, there are times where I've most likely failed that and that's not good enough. So the final thing is that when it comes to my coaching practices, I want to really make sure that they are rooted in being culturally appropriate and that I am being very, very open to and mindful of people's lived experiences and where they're coming from when I am coaching them and when I'm holding space for them. And I've recently been doing an amazing course called The Art of Developmental Coaching, and there are so many beautiful coaching practices and skills within it that I am just beyond excited to be implementing with my clients. And I want to make sure that I continue to do that and I continue to learn and grow as a coach and as a human being. So those are some of the ways in which I am starting to instigate more change to commit to having more equity, diversity, inclusivity, and anti-racism in everything that I do and supporting BIPOC and supporting everybody to be a better version of themselves and to live their truest and fullest lives. So I hope that's given you some thoughts and insights into ways that you can look at your business and reimagine your business. And I would also love for any of your ideas in the comments on this podcast. So you can either hit me up on Instagram through a DM or take a screenshot of this podcast and just share, you know, something that you are wanting to do to make this change and to be a more awakened human being and to use your white privilege if you're a white person to empower people of color to be able to share all their amazing gifts and for this world to become more equitable and more just. All right. So as I said, would really love for you to leave a comment over on the podcast, nataliesisson.com forward slash 072 is this episode. Or as I said, hit me up at nataliesisson on Instagram. Would really, really love to know what this podcast has helped you to do. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening to the Untap podcast. Typically here we talk about tapping into your human potential, which is immense, and getting paid to be you. And right now I would love for you to tap into that immense human potential and do the work to turn up and support your brothers and sisters in the BIPOC community and your white brothers and sisters to help them learn and understand how to be better allies. And I look forward to having you back with more diverse voices, with more incredible stories with people from around the world sharing their lived experiences. And thank you. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for being you.